Neil, hello. <laughs> What's with that? At least the greeting, the tone, the um, what do you call it? What are the the movement of our voices? I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's an English word for how you move your voice. Intonation. This is how you moved it, and I'm, is it intonation? Thank you. It's one of the, the once again. Intonation. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing, Aunt Lisa? I'm good. How are you doing? Hmm. 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 I'm. I'm good. <laughs> That's my response to the question, please. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, one day we are going to get through this um, greeting phase of the beginning of every episode without having to face our entire life's challenges, you know. Wow. It's good to hear your voice, I must say. Really? And That's the first time I've ever heard that in my entire life. What? So has nobody ever said that you should you? ever. You need to understand, Aunt Lise, People doesn't like me, as in in the sense that like uh, 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 the, you are the, assuming the, people doesn't like you. It's not an assumption. When we're not going to talk about this right now, I just want to close off this conversation by saying the things that <laughs> the things that other people receive, the love, the care, the attention. I marvel when it comes or when I'm the recipient of it because it's like what is this and I then don't know how to like wow. reciprocate or how to like react because it's a, it's a foreign concept but that's it that's all we're gonna say one day today. one day when I'm big I will tell you um, mm. a story about the other side of that um, people who get lots of attention have their own set of troubles believe you me so yeah no in this life we shall have troubles we shall have challenges um we will have crucibles um but yeah we get through them man we get through them but (laughs) we get through them how do we expect the children who are the targets of this week's question to get through it Why do we ask the children of singers if they also sing? Hmm. (laughs) And you know, this question has been in my mind, not, um, not like for minutes or hours. It's been in my mind for years. For years. For years. And um, yeah. It was did, brought, did did Stace mm-hmm. inspire this conversation? Did Stace inspire this question? Partly, partly, um, but partly also because I loved this question. Oh, I was always asked asked if I also sing, you know, because my mom sings, and the thing is, I do sing, but the question bothered me. Hmm. So um, when it comes to Stacey having chosen not to sing, um, Mm. you know what I mean? It sort of just solidified that this is an awkward business going on here. And then one of the contributors, I never asked, well, I think I asked one of the contributors if they they sing. In fact, Mm. I assumed that she does, you know? And um, 
she she very uh, decently and with dignity said no. Um, and as I am, I accepted that. I thought nothing else. But I was accosted by her brother. And her brother told me that is the worst question in the world that you can ask my sister. She has, mm. she is so angry about that. And you was I in for a surprise. As someone who grew up with musician parents and siblings, I think it's safe to say I've heard my fair share of when are you going to sing? I think this question is a normal human response. It's normal to wonder why you out of your whole family didn't go down the musical route. But I think there's more than one way to glorify the Lord's name and praise his name. And I think personally I chose other ways other than singing to do that. So 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 at least do you think that like because you know what, Nair, as I'm listening to contributor number one, I'm thinking, um, well, I'm getting vibes from contributor number one that vibes? actually she she doesn't enjoy being asked the question, you know? And mm-hmm. my personal personal experience mm. um, with my sister, mm. who's born into a family of singers, has often been annoyed at being asked this question, probably mm. because it happens a lot. Which is annoyance fair, is know? a very good term, a very good way to describe mm. it. But mm. I don't think there's malice behind being asked a question, or it's not unfair to be asked that yeah. question because I guess it does become an expectation um, yes. when you come from an entire family of of singers. Yes. So yeah, like I just I wanted to address this whole I know this family who gets upset at being asked that question. <laughs> you know? And it's not necessarily a bad thing to be asked it can get annoying i i, I acknowledge that but mm. let's just be patient with humans oh man you know and i, I want to I... phrase this in closer i want to phrase this in closer and i'll translate mm-hmm. it like very weakly though like i'd say in closer you know which which means loosely like we're not not gonna ask you know, because we are afraid of offending no. you. Like, we want to know. We I want to know the whether you can. And if, I'm oh, did you? I'm so yeah. happy. I should have I'm said so it happy. out loud. Okay. Mm, mm, but I agree have. fully. Yeah. Mm. We're going to ask, man. <laughs> Say yes or no, you know, and we'll be fine with whatever. I think it becomes an issue or it becomes more of an issue if we, when you say no, we ask questions like, why? What and, happens next? Um, yes, what's wrong with you? That. Well, you know what I mean? That's that's when the mm. issue for me arises. But mm. outside of that, like, we're, we're going to ask you, you know? Mm, mm. And, uh, honestly, because I was... we ex- want to know. We're curious. Yes. Mm. And I mean, I was expecting the thunder and lightning of a thousand nightmares to hit my ears, you know, when I, with a sensitive <laughs> response, but no. <laughs> Contributor number one chose magnanimity. Yeah. You know? So, so yeah, we, some of us don't know what that means, so you're going to have to Someone who is magnanimous down. is generous or charitable, you know? So I'm saying okay. her spirit is, is generous you know, charitable even, mm. you know, because mm. she says, mm. it's okay. 
it's a normal human response. Normal mm-hmm. to wonder why this child didn't mm-hmm. go down the musician road. It's, mm-hmm. it's normal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But the thing that really threw me off, like onto a completely different path than I expected, was that contributor number one identifies glorifying God and bringing praise to him as the purpose of singing as applied in her family. So that's mm. a testament to her family. No, that was the first thing I picked up. So kudos to the family of contributor number one. Mm. But get this. <laughs> she still does all that just in a way that's not related to music. Other mediums. Mm. And that for me is just the right sort of level of healthy self-assurance that is a definite theme in season mm-hmm. 16. <laughs> I think that um, generally in today's life, people are very inquisitive. They generally just want to know everything about people. But also, um, people are invested in the talent of the individual and would want to see the talent being carried over to the next generation. That's probably the reason why people ask this question so many times. But I also think that just the fact that your mom can sing and you can sing it's something that in the colored community makes people proud and i think that's why people generally ask that question words out of my mouth contributor number two no people are curious (laughs) and they want to know they want to know everything about everything no Mm, there, sure. there are two things that contributor number two um, sort of like that was shouting at me from her response the first was that she says maybe also consider that people are invested in the talents of the upcoming generation mm. I, I, I just thought wow Contri- I almost said her name contributor number two <laughs> you know and Shut also, up. Exactly. Yeah. And also <laughs> <laughs> in the yeah. preservation of talent from mm. generation to generation. Mm. That's what got me thinking. And that's something I'd love to consider some more. Hey, the preservation of talent. What do we mean by that? What methods have been used to date? How effective have those methods been? Are there new ways or approaches? And are we testing these? You know, um, mm. I find it extremely interesting. The, it just got me totally off on a complete tangent and I enjoyed it. Um, uh, the, the, the fact that we are generally invested in the talents of others. I, I love that. Mm. And then the mm. second thing that she said, no, was there is a pride that is associated with generational musical talent. Sure. You know, so there's nothing wrong with wanting to find out if that is the case here, you know. Mm. Um, but I'm now brought back again to what you said earlier with contributor number one, when you said, that's okay. We can ask. It's okay to ask, mm. you know. Mm. But depending on what we are told in response, what happens mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. exactly. is what the, the, the crux of the matter is, you know. Yeah. Yo, 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 yeah. Yo, yo, yo. But you, I do want to admit, though, like, 
like, um, I'm not going to have kids, but should I have kids? Or if it does happen one day, God forbid, mm. I, if my kids wow. do not sing or are not interested in music, I'm definitely throwing them in the bin. Wow. I, mm. yo, the bin is not even worrying me. I'm worrying about the God forbid part. <laughs> you know, I'm still there. I am reeling in all kinds of shock. Um, focus, goodness. focus. <laughs> so, so, so you're, 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 you're in, you know, with, once somebody involves God, it's, it's a hectic thing. Deep. So, but that's mm. another podcast. I am positive mm. that that's a different podcast. Um, so you say your kids are going into the bin if they're not musical. Or no, for, like you not no kid of mine is gonna live under my roof and not be either a musician or mm-hmm. interested in singing or mm-mm, mm-mm, what is that? That's okay. I mean, I'm being know? hectic. I'm being hectic. I'm being hectic, of course. But like, yeah. no, sing or play an instrument or do something. Mm, that's okay. It's okay to have. I sound like those days. doctor parents. Yeah, those doctor parents who want their kids to be doctors or mm. lawyers. Yeah, but there's an interesting phenomenon that I've sort of like just anecdotally, you know, watched happening with that. The reason that that happens is because they probably are at the means to study medicine because in South Africa, studying medicine is extremely expensive and um, therefore not accessible, as accessible to maybe an extremely talented Mm. middle class kid, Mm. you know, Mm. Um, whereas um, a kid whose dad is already a doctor, besides the the genetic stuff that will have been passed down, the the access, the opportunity is most likely going to be, you know, more um, uh, attainable. I get that. You know, Um, but you see, it's this whole thing about what happens in one generation and what happens in the next generation um, is such an interesting thing to to think about. And contributor number two, like, brought us to it. Yo, thank you, girl. Mm. Sure, what a good question, um, especially since I make up it. Um, so my boyfriend is the son of a very good um, singer and he's all his entire family can sing like really well and the first thing that i asked him when we started chatting was can you sing and he was like what do you mean and i'm like no because your mom can sing your dad can sing and your sister can sing and i think it's just like a i think it's a stereotype in terms of that we just assume that it's genetic so yeah it's actually a, a very good question but yeah um i think personally i just feel like if your dad can sing automatically you can sing um yeah stereotype and also who wouldn't want to sing if your entire family can sing at first i thought wait you're a culprit I honestly thought that contributor number three was going to say that she's a victim <laughs> of this question. She's on the other side. She's on the other side of the question. She's on the other side of the question. But I also want to know, contributor number three, what your boyfriend's response was. You know, I want to know, do they sing? Mm. Um, well, what, in fact, what they said. What they mm. said. Mm. Because her we also want to know who is... he is and his ID number and everything. Okay, so that's no, no, something for you for the live contributor number three. Thank you. Fingerprints of the left thumbprint. Sample, blood samples as well. Saliva yeah. samples, everything. 
<laughs> yeah, no, her boyfriend is definitely in the position that contributor number one described, you know, with an entire musical immediate family. Mm. Um, so, yeah, look, um, I think uh, contributor number four, like mentioned the whole stereotyping thing, you know, the assumption of, of genetic transfer. And, you know, so this automatically, you know, if your mother sings, then you must be able to sing. Your whole family then sings. Mm. So you must be able to sing. Um, you know, but then she reveals herself, her opinion at the end then, where she says, mm. who wouldn't want to sing if your entire family can sing? <laughs> like I she know a couple owns, of people. She owns yeah. her culprit status right to the end. <laughs> <laughs> she does it with her chest. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, really, who wouldn't want to? Most of society tends to be linear thinkers. So people who want to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and we get satisfied. Our brains, you know, tick. Yay. You know, I followed step one, then step two, step three, off to grade one, from grade two type of thing. And that's fantastic because I think that's how traditions are built and processes are executed. But in the case of a child, we want to, linear thinkers would want to see that, you know, can you sing like a mom? Of course you can sing like a mom because that good trait's being filtered down. And that's great, but we need to realize that children are so much more unpredictable than just these linear patterns that our brain creates for us or that we've been taught to expect. Because us exerting these expectations onto a child is so damaging when the child actually wants to swim and doesn't want to sing, you know? So for me, no, you didn't ask me my opinion of it, but I'm just going to put it in there anyways. I feel that we need to tread softly. We don't know how damaging these types of questions actually can be to children when they're constantly being met with, oh, we expect you to be like this and you're something else, you know, and we need to celebrate every child for the way they are. So yeah. Thank you, contributor number four, for the psychology. Aunt Lise, did you hear how I struggled with? Aunt Lise, off late. Let's listen to me now. I'm realizing the older I get that I struggle with pronunciation of certain words, and it's the same words. And I've now just stumbled upon another word to add to my list. Mm. But I, I can't, I've now recently discovered that I can't pronounce the word. Um, which word did I just butcher right now that you didn't hear because I covered it so well? psychological um, or contributor. psychology contributor no no contributor mm. Mm. i want to say each time i want to say mm. contributor mm. so i have to wrestle with that before i pronounce it that happens before so I do you think it. before you say economics um, do you want to say economics no no definitely not that deep but like opportunity i struggle to mm. say that word or Whoa, pronounce that word okay I love it yeah, i, love I think i've said head. this before yeah i don't think it's a sign of age in in, 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 in terms of like um, a degeneration, what I do believe, and this is just my an anecdotal belief, that um, when, if, if we sickle with a word every time, then mm. sickle becomes associated with the word, if I'm making with it. With the word. <laughs> mm. And mm. so I have, I have word, when I type, I have words that I struggle to type. Um, and it could be a Same. simple word, word, word like the, and I keep doing the H first. And Does then, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so it's like, it's just 
as you get older, you know, um, you are pr actually proving contributor number four's point, you know, certain processes just become automated, you know, um, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, she, I mean, she says it comes down to, to your individual personal processing style um, mm. as to whether you are going to be interested in, in knowing this piece of information. Why, I mean, do you sing? Your mommy and your daddy and your sister and your brother and your auntie and your uncle sing. Do you also sing? You know, it's a, um, whether or not we ask that is going mm. to come down to mm. our individuality. And that, that approach resonates with me, you know? Mm. Um, mm. And I think she makes a good point that linear thinkers will, of course, expect a genetic thread that extends to yeah. the next generation. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an understandable thing. And this linear thinking also got me thinking. <laughs> you mm. know, I stood still there a little bit because she says whether it's a natural linear pattern response, you know, the natural that we've been talking about, or whether we've been taught to process things in this manner. And I thought that is another podcast. That is another podcast. How much of what podcast. is handed down is natural, like handing down, you know, and, and how much is taught because teaching mm. is intentional. It's not accidental. Mm. Teaching is mm. intentional. And I, I, I loved looking at this question from that perspective, but I want to say to contributor number four, no? Opinions are always welcome because she must give her opinion at the end. And she said she knows she wasn't supposed to give an opinion, but this is That's why you hear contribution number four. This is why we do this podcast. <laughs> I also love that you mentioned what we mentioned earlier is like this, that the issue arises when we exert expectation. Mm. Okay. Mm. Because that's when I think that's when it becomes an issue for so many people. Mm. Is that and I think that's what also just causes people to rebel as well, because it's like Oh, so my mom, dad, sister, brother, everyone sings. Mm. And so it's an expectation, you know? And so mm. I'm just going to rebel. I'm going to do the total opposite mm. of what is expected of me. You know? Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, the fact is, all linear patterns aside, children are way more complex than that. <laughs> um, yeah. I immediately was, was like taken back to when I used to be asked these questions um, because it, I don't know which contributor, it was contributor number one or two, or, or we were talking about the response to the response, you know? So um, do you mm. also sing like your mommy? Um, and the response is, no, I don't. Then what happens then, you know? Mm. Um, I never got to experience the what hap happens then. Because the minute somebody asked me that question, I was activated. I mean, I didn't understand it at the time, but now when I look back, I know. I became all kinds of stuff inside that I couldn't describe. And then um, I would get, for, for instance, I would sing at whatever, church or an event. And I'm talking about when I was small. No? Mm. And then afterwards, somebody would say, oh, you sing so beautifully, just like your mommy. And I always looked forward to the day that it would that I would be able to just hear that I sang beautiful just like me. You sang beautifully, period. Mm. Mm, you know? Um, and so being Dawn's daughter has not been um, easy from that perspective, mm -hmm. you know? Although she told me the other day that she is now Lisa's mom. <laughs> mm, I see that. I see that. Also, I must admit, I didn't know Auntie Dawn sang. I thought she was like behind the music. Oh, yeah, I thought she no. was the brains. I thought she was the, um, what's that man in X-Men? The man in the wheelchair. 
Mm, I don't who's know. in charge of all the mutants oh yes, yeah. yes 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 i know what you, i know you're talking look that's where she went she did she is a singer she um stopped performing she made an, a conscious decision to stop performing and yeah. focus on uh, but she was already directing the, the school choir for instance you know and but then she made mm. a decision to stop singing um she also feels that you know um for her as a as a director and a conductor she could not focus on maintaining her singing voice mm. you know and you know how messed up it can get from like teaching different parts and singing all the parts mm. for all the people mm. but my mom was a singer she was a really beautiful singer and you will never guess what part she sang she was an alto no she was a second I don't imagine any really yep so yeah that's why i believe that recording one's music is important now that it's more accessible um we should you know mm -hmm. because there mm -hmm. is going to be a day when i don't sing anymore in public yeah. um you know um and that's going to be a sad day yeah i mean it might happen it might not happen but i am prepared for 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 that you know if that should happen it's not going to um hmm. how could i say i will find other ways to express myself performance wise it might include mm. singing but singing won't necessarily be the primary focus if you understand mm. what i mean mm. 100%. You know, yeah but back to this week's question i i am encouraged by I am encouraged for the future, not only the future of all children, of all people in the world by these four contributors. I'm not only encouraged that way, I'm specifically encouraged in the fact that um, there is a generation that is thinking. There is mm. a generation that is not afraid to say what they think. And we say this about mm -hmm. small kids in general, but the, the point is that, um, you know, in we stifle that. We used to stifle it quite early, you know, um, where kids would would be put into a certain box or a stereotype quite early. These days, Gen mm. Zs are like breaking that. Mm. They're breaking through that. You know, I'm an individual mm. and I mm. love who I am. So um, that's what I'm going to be. Hmm. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly love Gen Z's to a point where I argue and fight with my sister each time about whether I'm a Gen Z or not. So now we know I'm not a Gen Z, but I heard the term cusp. I think it's, I think it's cusp. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that were born, I think, literally in between the two generations, Gen Z and millennials, mm -hmm. um, which I don't fall under, but I fight mm -hmm. to be there because like, I just want to belong <laughs> to Gen Z's so badly. <laughs> um, but it's a fire generation. I love them. Totally. And and what's funny is on the Twitter streets, like they're actually well respected mm. because of how they just say things like they are, they're vocal, they are, you know, like they're 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 mm. they're strong, they're a strong generation. Yeah. Well, um, Facebook is definitely they don't listening sign for to Saturday Night Five season sixteen, eh? Facebook is definitely listening because in my my algorithm at the moment includes <laughs> so many gen z related things it's unbelievable really, really. 
But you were Gen Z at heart, I believe. You were a millennial at some point. And I, I still, I think with more interaction with Gen Z, you're going to be a fully fledged Gen Z. You know, I, I, I actually feel, because I also believe that I was born in the wrong era. So um, I'm actually going to ad- identify as transgenerational. <laughs> <laughs> I love it for you. <laughs> everybody we're going to be at episode four of season 16 next week um where we hear from our gen z's in this way for the last time and then after that we'll get to meet them um but wow contributors of season 16 you just it's mind-blowing stuff it's it's really not it's i don't want to say it's not expected but mm. I want to say it exceeds expectations. You know, mm. I could never have imagined that these four girls, and basically they've all grown up in front of me. Um, I've known each of them since they were like really little, you know? So I have to work hard not to see them as those five-year-olds, six-year-olds, you know? Mm. Um, and and maybe that also contributes to how in awe I am of, <laughs> of awe, as somebody recently said, in awe, um yeah who um, said that oh yeah i no, mean i can't that's yeah. another podcast mm. but yeah no these things are said um thank you so much for <laughs> for spending some time with us in episode three of season 16 we look forward to um hearing from you our contributors and sharing with you our ten thousand listeners next week in the meantime from lisa and neil it's Goodbye.